Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Where there's a beloved property, there are fan theories. And where there are fan theories, there are crazy fan theories that should not be taken seriously. Except when they are. I'm Will for Who Culture, and here are eight Doctor Who fan theories that became fact. Eight. The Doctor's jacket wasn't a mistake. The twisty, turny nature of Stephen Moffat's series arcs inspired a feverish level of fan debate and speculation, and this was at its peak during the complex, timey-wimey, universe-destroying shenanigans of Series 5. In the middle of the series, in the episode Flesh and Stone, there's a seemingly out-of-place scene where the 11th Doctor shows up sporting his signature tweed jacket, despite having lost it to the Weeping Angels literally moments before. Because the shot seemed to be trying to hide the fact that Smith was wearing a jacket by using an extreme close-up with his clothing barely visible, there were cries from within the fanbase that Doctor Who had made a mistake, and this was simply a continuity error. However, those who were obsessively trying to figure out Moffat's long-term game plan theorized that, no, this wasn't a mistake, it was a clue. And the reason the Doctor magically had his jacket on was because this Doctor was from the future. This was an extremely popular theory at the time, and even though it had a crackpot whiff about it, those who subscribed to the theory were able to claim their bragging rights at the end of the series. When the jacket-wearing Doctor traveled back along his own timeline and ended up in this exact scene from Flesh and Stone. 7. The Doctor can regenerate into an animal. Even though it's been around since the earliest days of the show, the rules of regeneration have never been explicitly defined. This has led to the long-running fan theory that, in some rare cases, Time Lords might actually be capable of regenerating into something different, something that isn't humanoid. While the show has never strayed from its Time Lords look like human stance, there is some slight evidence that supports the notion of a Time Lord to animal regeneration. Some fans point to the fact that the Doctor usually checks their body when they regenerate, often appearing relieved that they've got two arms, two legs, two eyes, and other humanoid features. And then there's the fact that the Master once looked like this, possibly as far away from a regular human as a Time Lord has ever appeared. Still, without any sort of official confirmation or acknowledgement, this idea remained nothing more than a theory until last year. Penned by former showrunner Russell T. Davies and featuring the voice of David Tennant, the 2020 webcast The Secret of Novice Haim confirmed that the Doctor has had hundreds of and forms, including men, women, and animals. For obvious reasons, we'll probably never see an animal version of the Doctor leading the show, but this does open the door for the likes of Big Finish and Titan Comics to tell all sorts of wacky stories. 6. 
The Doctor is a copy of the original. Heaven Sent is one of those episodes that leaves audiences with just the right amount of ambiguity, most of it revolving around the Doctor's confession dial and how exactly it works. In the episode, the 12th Doctor is trapped inside said confession dial, caught in a loop dying over and over again, and respawning after death. It's a fascinating plot device, but something that isn't made clear is whether or not the real Doctor was the first one to die, making every subsequent version of him nothing more than a clone of the original. Ever since the episode aired back in 2015, many fans have theorized that this is the case, and that after Heaven Sent, the 12th Doctor was actually a copy. And so, when writer Stephen Moffat joined Twitter for a watch-along of the episode, this topic was bound to come up, and Sure enough, it did. In response, Moffat pretty much confirmed the clone theory by referring back to a similar event in a 1964 William Hartnell serial. Moffat said he first teleported in the key of Marinus. He's been a copy ever since then. Deal with it, kid. 5. The Truth About River Song Another Stephen Moffat arc, the mystery of River Song didn't run for a single series. It ran through series 4, 5, and 6 before the truth about her backstory was finally made clear. There were so many puzzles surrounding River, her true identity, the identity of the man she killed, the full extent of her relationship with the Doctor, and while all of these question marks did have satisfying payoffs, there were many theories that accurately predicted these payoffs long before the show itself got to them. Right from the moment that River met Amy, in Series 5. A good number of fans speculated that the two characters were somehow related, a theory that was proven true with the Series 6 revelation that River is Amy's daughter, Melody. The same thing happened with the slightly more obvious identity of the man River was imprisoned for killing. In Series 5, the show strongly telegraphed that this man was the Doctor, and as a result, pretty much the entire fanbase latched onto this theory, which was again confirmed in the closing episodes of Series 6. The speculation that River was secretly the Rani though, yeah, that one didn't age well. 4. Gwen is related to Gwyneth. Actress Eve Miles first stepped into the Hooniverse in the 2005 episode The Unquiet Dead, portraying Mr. Sneed's clairvoyant servant Gwyneth. Then, in 2006, Miles joined the cast of Doctor Who spin-off Torchwood as policewoman Gwen Cooper. Though her second Hooniverse character was wildly different to her first, fans, for obvious reasons, speculated that they were connected somehow, despite then-showrunner Russell T. Davis telling Doctor Who magazine that there was, definitively, no link between the two characters. However, it appears that Davis Davis then changed his mind, or perhaps all the fan theories caught his attention. Whatever the case, Doctor Who's Series 4 finale explained that Gwen was connected to Gwyneth, with spatial genetic multiplicity resulting in their physical similarities. It's also possible that Davies was simply lying about their lack of a connection at first. After all, being in charge of Doctor Who does mean you have to tell the occasional fib. 3. Humans got the word Doctor from the Doctor In the mid-90s, an avid Doctor Who fan took to the then-primitive internet, eager to share one of their theories on a Doctor Who message board. The theory that humanity's use of the word Doctor actually came from the Doctor themselves, due to the Time Lord's many appearances throughout history as a healer and a wise man. Sounds pretty plausible, right? Well, that fan's name was none other than Stephen Moffat, the man who would one day take charge of the show and catapult it to international success. And when he finally took the reins, he used that opportunity to work his decades-old theory into the fabric of the show. Because why not? 
In the closing moments of Series 6's A Good Man Goes to War, River Song shows up and berates the Doctor for his reckless behavior, reminding him just how powerful his name has become throughout the universe. In doing so, she tells him where the word Doctor originally came from, and lo and behold, Moffat actually did it. She says, Doctor, the word for healer and wise man throughout the universe. We get that word from you, you know? Funnily enough, though, this wouldn't be the last time Moffat weaved his own fan fictions into the show he loves so much. Two, the Doctor's name is more than just a secret. Before he was appointed as Doctor Who's head honcho, Moffat was one of showrunner Russell T. Davies's most trusted writers, delivering standout ninth and tenth Doctor stories like The Empty Child and Blink. The Girl in the Fireplace, his second effort while working under Davies, sees the tenth Doctor form a special bond with Madame de Pompadour, with the two characters getting to know each other both physically and mentally. At one point, the Doctor looks inside her mind in order to procure some information, but at the same time, she can now see into his mind as well. She feels just how lonely he was as a child, before sensing that his real name isn't just a simple moniker, and it bears a much greater significance. This was Moffat theorizing that the reason why the Doctor never speaks his name is because of a higher power, a greater reason, something that makes it important for him to keep his lips sealed. And you know what? He worked it into the show five years later. In the latter stages of Series 7, we learn that the Doctor's name is the code word that opens the door to his grave, a dangerous place that must never be discovered. Then later on, his name becomes the password that will allow the Time Lords to return to the Prime Universe, a return which would incite large-scale warfare. In other words, the Madam's assessment and Moffat's theory were bang on. 1. The Morbius Doctors are canon One of the longest-running Doctor Who theories stems from the 1976 serial The Brain of Morbius, in which Tom Baker's fourth Doctor engages in a psychic wrestling match with the titular patchwork creature. During this scene, the Doctor's previous three faces appear on a nearby screen. But interestingly, it doesn't stop there. In fact, we see eight more mystery faces before the Doctor wins the contest. Though some speculation has argued that these faces are past incarnations of Morbius, the far more popular theory is that they are past incarnations of the Doctor, incarnations that came before William Hartnell. This was also the intent of the production team, although the theory was never explicitly confirmed within the show. But in 2020, that changed. Series 12 finale The Timeless Children revealed that the Doctor isn't just an ordinary Time Lord. They're a powerful creature from another world, the first ever being to possess the gift of regeneration. The episode also informed us that the Doctor has had more lives than we think, even going so far as to show the Morbius faces during the scene where the 13th Doctor breaks out of the Matrix. Some fans even believe that the entire point of the Timeless Child twist was so that current showrunner Chris Chibnall, who grew up watching the 4th Doctor, could make the Morbius Doctors canon. Whether you subscribe to that notion or not, that is exactly what he did. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.